All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler. Is she wrestling. gone? Yeah, she's gone. Are you sure? <laughs> she's gone. What the hell was that? <laughs> Jared, is she gone? She's gone. Dude, Jared, we had a break-in during the intro. What was that all about, man? I don't think that was planned. Uh, it wasn't. Jenny, you must have made her mad last week, buddy. I was polite. Not by that Jenny video. wasn't happy. <laughs> 
Is that a song you guys played when you were kids? Like, did you play that song? No? All right, well. Did I play that song when yeah. we were kids? Yeah. What's my last name? Myers? It's Like Michael? I mean, what are we... Man, it's creepy. So that's supposed to be my sister, huh? Look like so it. let me ask you a question, though. If that's my sister and you see what she's capable of, what do you think the male version's capable of? We already know what the male cook is. I'll see you soon, Jenny. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'll see you soon. Thoughts on Terry Funk passing away. So, and Terry obviously Funk. We, heard, we go from that to we, Terry Funk. We heard oh, uh, sure. also the passing away of Bray Wyatt at oh. age 36. So shocking news. You want to weigh in real quick? Oh, boy. Uh, Terry Funk, uh, you know, the, the two deaths couldn't be more... Uh, Jarringly different, obviously, uh, as far as circumstances. Terry Funk lived a full life, you know, passing away at 79. You know, one of the all-time greats, and like you said on This Week in Wrestling, which you guys can catch, we go back to the beginning with Terry. I do remember, you know, when he was was champion, it was like right before I started to really get into the Bruno San Martino, and, and I was aware of Superstar Grand, but I think it was right before that that Terry had a pretty darn impressive uh, reign as world champion. What did this guy not do? You could talk about all his movies, of course. Right. Uh, you would know those right off the cuff much better than me. But, you know, to me, Terry Funk was the ultimate brawler. Uh, his ECW work, he just completely gave ECW such a shot in both arms. Forget about one arm. Uh, I loved his program when he was in WWF even back in the day, you know, when he was fighting for the world title. I, Terry Funk was just perfect. Didn't matter what he did. Great guy. Obviously, I got to meet him with you, and, and he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy. He was so sweet. A simple, you know, autograph session turned into like a, maybe a 10-minute talk about music, and he was just such a nice guy. And you could see that he was such a nice guy. And it blew my mind. How can a guy who's so nasty in the ring be such a nice guy? Huggable, like teddy bear level. Yeah. Not like Jenny Farrow. It makes you want to run. <laughs> I'm a little freaked out right I'm now. I'm very, very disturbed. I don't understand this. When did my sister get so angry? <laughs> this is horrible. Little, little roll call. Jared, do we have some? Wait, wait a second. Do we have security in this building? Do, by what any do you chance? Think? The, the you answer is no. air conditioning. You got security. I don't even have a TV. I should at least, before I'm butchered by my sister, can I at least have, you know something? I'm not going to be butchered, damn it. I'm not going to allow this. Jared? I heard Jenny Farrow took the toilet paper. <laughs> Greg Valentine must be really mad. Did Sims get it back from her? <laughs> ah, I got the toilet paper. RJ Hudson in the house, the first lady in the house. What up, what up? Phil, how are you? Phil, Thank help you, Phil. me, Phil, help Benny me. Scala of the great Dan and Benny show. Benny, help Doing me. Doing well, charts every week. Of course Dan he Benny, does. Fantastic. Of course they do. Got some really of course, great of course. guests. Yes. Uh, yes. Matthew Holland. Matthew, how are Wait you? Wait a minute. Does Matthew know anything about Jenny Farrell? Because Matthew comes from the dark side, too. <sighs> Dude, I got to tell you. Friends, Matthew, don't, friends with Matthew Don't get Holland too crazy on, with the friends with, with what Matthew come Holland up with. on Facebook. What? Yeah. Who is? I am. Yeah, and what? So what does that mean? You've turned to the dark side he too? He makes that Jenny Farrell video seem normal. You think this show is good for my health? I shared it on our page. I don't think this show is good watching, for my health he was anymore. Watching Jared! It. He was wa- it was watch- hey, Jared! He was watching what? last week's show. Yeah. And he was filming it, and I shared it. And all you hear in the back is... 
I'm like, whoa. Wow. That's crazy shit. This, I can see it's clearly affecting you, too, because I think you've gone a little off the deep end. But Scott, how are you? you Scott out, Jason Morning at House, Mitch Seinfeld. Hi, hi. The, 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 the hi, greatest hi. pitch man of all time. Yes. Loose in the house. Loose. Who else? I said Where's RJ. Bruce? No Bruce? Bruce is here. ESO is Bruce. here. Bruce. What up? ESO is here. He hasn't given us a show in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Davio, how are you? JB2, how are you, what buddy? Up? What up? Steve Kohlberg! Oh. Death and honor, sir. Death and honor. All right, man. So, do you mind? Do you want to talk a little Florida? A little Florida? Okay. I'll oh, go. Benny Scala, Jenny Farrell. Welcome. Jenny in the house. Jenny watching right Jenny now. Jenny Farrell's watching. What are you, sharpening your knives, you psycho? Oh, what are you doing over there? Dude, don't talk to your sister that way. What? Man. Did you see issue? that warm fuzzy in your tum-tum video she made? I should be nice. So real quick. You I in, should be you, guarded. You in Florida? One uh, guard here, you, one guard you there. Like the, you just flew what? in? You did actually I did. just I just, fly I in. literally just got here. Uh, do you want to talk about Florida or you'd rather not? Florida, I'd rather not. Well, I'd rather not, Michael. Oh, I'm <laughs> just asking. No, just I had asking. a great, I had an amazing time with an amazing lady, and I got to meet an amazing family. Can you share with the people who the amazing lady is, or you'd rather not? Well, it's Karen McDaniel. Well, they know, but... They do? Listen, I don't Do wanna, they know? I don't oh, want to okay. feel like I'm poking and prodding. No, no, you're not... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not poking and prodding. No, it was Karen McDaniel, and I got to meet her lovely family and friends, and I ate... Foods I've never eaten before. I'm sure you would find that humorous. I think it's awesome. I mean, there was I ate oysters. I saw many things. You did? I did. Oh, I saw a thing. thing. Okay. I saw you driving a boat. Yeah. Which well, was thank amazing. God, uh, Zach Z-Man was I next to me. I saw you feeding fish. I did feed fish. I do want to ask you a question. Oh, we're putting sure. a picture up By right all, now. You what? and there was a. Oh no, not this. There was a couple. There was a couple that thought that you were Oz. <laughs> that was yes, they did. But like, and listen, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't insulted. know if that's a good thing. I was. Insulted. That's kind of insulting. I was insulted. Oh, thank you. I was. Like, I was completely. It wasn't like thirty. No, hold like on. Ozzie at thirty years okay, old. Okay. In my defense, when they <laughs> swam, this is horrible. In my defense, when they swam up and and they were really nice. Right, I think right, they right. were from Alabama. I think. Yeah. But. Um, um, she said, uh, you know, I, you look like Ozzy Osbourne. And I looked at her and I said, I said, I hope you're talking about 1970. Thank God you said that. I did say that. And, and, and then the other one was like, well, there's one thing for sure. That's not Sharon he's with. <laughs> well, Karen wrote Boy, did me, I agree Karen with that. wrote me and said, yeah. Hey, uh, Farrell, they thought he was Ozzy Osbourne. And all I could think to myself That's is, not good. That's not really that no. good, Karen. I wouldn't be so happy about that. Well, thank you for the compliment. And then I drown. <laughs> you know? My, I'm like, I felt like my saying, teeth Karen, pop have you, out have you seen along Ozzy the Osbourne? The guy looks like he's barely yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, immediately thought to myself, please be referring to Black Sabbath. But I, I am yeah. electrified. Electrified? By uh, good. the experience that I saw. Yes. I am very happy for L the both Listen, I feel like I just had the best six days of my life. I just think, I, I think it's amazing. I think it's Thank amazing. You. I'm very happy for both of you. She's and, the best uh, by far. I, I, I am, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for rich and uh, glorful roads, man, for Thank you, you and uh, Miss McDaniel. Thank you. Two very good people. Thank you, bro. Um, Thank you. Real quick, we got a guest in, but I want to read something. This okay. was sent to me by the, the Sean Oliver and Todd Gordon. Todd Gordon brings his ECW to the Museum of the Moving Image. Okay. This is for people in New York or Jersey, guys. So 
Listen up. Extreme Championship Wrestling's legacy fits comfortable into a counterculture and disreputable categories as far as the art world is concerned. On Saturday, August 26th, you will see a celebration of that in New York. Mm. ECW founder Todd Gordon and his co-author Sean Oliver of Click This, the Kevin Nash podcast, will be signing copies of their new book, Todd is God, which is right here uh, where we had Todd, written by Sean Oliver. And guess what? The foreword was written by the late, great Mr. Terry Funk. So, anyway. Awesome. um, There'll be a signing of the Todd and God book by Mr. Todd Gordon and Mr. Sean Oliver, and then he will be doing a screening of Beyond the Mat as part of the Museum of the Moving Images Disreputable Cinema Series. The museum gift shop has added Todd's memoir to their bookshelf, and in their counterculture TV section. Very interesting. Um, so, what do you think about that? I think it's would fantastic. Would you have ever thought that decades later ECW would be presented as art? I think it's fantastic. How about that? Tickets are available at the Museum of Modern Image website at movingimage.us slash event slash beyond. Get it? Event? Probably beyond the mat. Mm-hmm. Oh, slash beyond the mat. <laughs> Duh. The museum is located 3601 35th Avenue in Queens, New York. Nice. And again, that is on the... Get the date right, Monty. <laughs> where is uh, it? Where are I'll you? Hello, Almost McFly. There. Can you read your script? You, you could have answered me already. I could have. I don't see it. The 27th. Hey. There you go. There it is. Upcoming shows. I don't have it. September 15th. <laughs> Manny Fernandez yes. in studio. And then that Sunday, the return, Barry's back, Barry Windham. That's on September 29th. Hopefully, hopefully so. Hopefully so, yes. Where Barry? We'll hopefully have you and your partner. Bart Griggs will be playing music. Uh, that rap, rap is crap. That you, well, you know that, that, is, that it's crap. PN News will be in studio straight from Europe on September 29th along with Duke the Dumpster Drossy, and I believe also we'll have a couple more people. And November 12th, Paul London is in studio, and let's not forget that we will probably have Ken Shamrock also joining us. I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty Nefaro and Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. Find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hear us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, I'm sorry, and Reverb Nation. Go to the, and if you go to the Wisteria Hall YouTube page, you hit that. Like and subscribe. Please go to the world's number one pro wrestler and broadcast, Monty and Afaro. Why is that? Because Jim Beam said so. And what do you do? You like, subscribe, and hit that membership, baby. Also Come go on, on to our Facebook, li- our Facebook Live Monty and Afaro page. By the way, we have a video up there that has like, now gone what is past go- 240,000 What is views. going on, brother? How do you like that? I did see that today. Not too bad, brother. Not, Not too, too bad. bad at all. iHeart, right here is on iHeart Radio, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you can find mm-hmm. audio music. Mm-hmm. Also catch us on the Monty and Afaro Twitch TV page. Right. Also, if you're lucky enough to live in New York, you can catch us on Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. And Channel 20 at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, where over 150,000 people see us weekly, where you'll see our guests in a reduced version. 
You're still doing that after all. Yeah, I'm fine. Reduced. Have it your way. Uh, and you'll get to see it. And, you know, we've just signed a new contract with cable TV. So mm-hmm. that will be very, very exciting. And if that's not enough, please, there's a free app out there. It's called Intuitive. Intuitive is like the next Netflix. It's got movies. It's got documentaries. It's got comedy shows. It's got health and fitness. And what does it have the most of? It's got the most of us. That's it, baby. That's it. How do you get there, Jimmy? How do you spell it, or how do you get how there? How do you get there? How do you spell it? Well, you got to spell it the right way. That is I-N-T-I-T-I-V-E, intuitive. Get into it. We'll be right back with the world-renowned psychic medium, Gary McKinstry. This is slightly unsettling coming off Jenny Farrow, but uh, hold on to your spirits, folks. We'll be right back. Sir, ah. Manscaped. Uh huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? You Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. <laughs> what don't I use it for? Put it this way: <laughs> the only hair <laughs> I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have, and that's all I want. That's the so pay- Manscaped there, is a you, must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we... As men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to go do a deed on a woman, would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or (laughs) full retro bush? (laughs) Racing stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. (laughs) Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, Mm. Then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Plane? I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest, gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older I get, though, I don't, I think, I don't think I can be as... Uh, <laughs> I as, found as, it! Have, I found have it! Have you ever gone down there and, like, just, like, you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is... Retro. Absolutely. Retro? You're like, whoa. Wow. Like, yeah, 46, like it pops out? Do you, like, walk out, or what do you do? No, I, tr- I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage to get He's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> got to give him an yeah, ace. Not, wow. not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't Super say Bush. I couldn't say it. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? 
I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. A drop kick. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. You okay? I'm, a, I'm jolted. I'm still scared. All I hear in my head is <clears throat> it's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring. Pharaoh went to bed. I chopped off his head. This is freaking me out. I don't like it at all. Gary! Oh, you made him listen yeah. Welcome, sir. Oh. Thank you for joining us. Poor Gary. I apologize well, in welcome. advance. I apologize in advance for the weirdness. How are you, sir? It's raining. Oh, no. It's pouring. No, he's going to do it. Stop it. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Gary. This is awful. Oh, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help oh. it. By the way, it looks like you have a lovely sister. Oh, great. That's great. And you and you hang out with the other side, so I know that I'm in trouble. This is oh. bad. This is bad. Look, oh, she's boy. not going to be haunting me, so I'm okay. <laughs> you, of course not. You're on to her. I can't. This is, oh, this is unbelievable. All right. What do we got? Gary, we got? first what of all, we, what do you got? Thank you for joining our show. Uh, it's an honor to have you on. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm, I'm honored to be on. You guys are awesome. I've been watching the show and... Uh, we even I even have some wrestling friends and fans and some other not just psychic stuff to talk about. So it should be an interesting evening. It should be. And I want to give a shout out to your wonderful wife. What a oh. what a wonderful lady. Um, Thank you. In the short conversations I had with her, she was fantastic. Jimmy. Awesome. Excellent. Made me feel comfortable. Right. Got, it was it was great. Beautiful. All right, Gary. Well, Go ahead. For anybody that doesn't know, tonight's a little different. Um, I am a, a professional psychic medium. I pretty much work throughout the Northeast, um, been all over the place. I did a TV show called Dead Famous. I was the American ghost expert, um, probably been on, I would say, 50 different radio stations over the years. Um, I've been on one station now for almost 20 years. I do medium work. We do large events, um, a lot of fundraisers. Uh, we just got done doing a fundraiser for uh, the American vets where we raised enough money to ship a couple of the guys to Washington to see the monuments. These are for the veterans. Uh, but yeah, we do a little bit of everything. Um, a large group events. I do in person. Uh, you're making, you can find us in several books. When I say us, a lot of it has to deal with my wife too, but uh we're in a book called Great American Ghost Hunters with Dan Asfar. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much all over the place. And again, tonight's a little bit different. Um, from what I hear, you guys are interested a little bit in connecting to some of the people that have passed, um, especially in the wrestling world. And it seems like lately the wrestling world is really taking its beating. Um, Especially today, the the news of Mr. Wyatt there, the young guy. Uh, and by the way, no, I'm not connecting with him. He's just got there. Um, but God bless him and his family. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's funny earlier in the evening, you were mentioning so many older wrestlers. Um, and I've dealt with actually a few of them. I, I did bring through a couple of them on occasion for one gentleman. So it, by the way, if you guys got any questions, feel free to ask. Um, I know you're, by the way, I, I lost, I, I, there you go. Split screens back. I appreciate that. I like looking at you guys. For some oh, wow. reason. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Actually, but, you said something interesting, Gary. You said that, you know, oh boy, how do I say this the right way? You said that Bray, you said that Bray just got there. So you're not, you're not connecting. Uh, does this, does this apply when somebody passes over that there's a certain amount of time that we measure where you can communicate to the dead? By the way, that's a perfect question. Um, it seems like it, it's almost like getting used to a, any new place. It's, it's almost like you just don't pop there. You're, you're changing dimensional planes. You know, okay. we're here in one form. We're in a physical form. When you pass, your energy changes. And it's almost like your consciousness goes with you. Right. And you kind of check it out. And by the way, you go to where you're comfortable. You know, I guess if, if you want to call it, if there is a heaven, heaven basically is that place where... You know, it's that really nice day and everything's pretty cool. And it's that memory that you've had. Mm -hmm. um, who knows? Maybe you'll be back in Florida on that beach. You know, I mean, right. it's all those perfect moments. Uh, so even in the wrestling world, and it's kind of funny, you mentioned Terry Funk. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean he's in the ring on the other side. There was so much to that guy on the personal level. You know, when you said he was a gentleman and he was this really wonderful guy, um, not to mention he'd be reconnecting with his dad and the mm. rest of the family. So wow. it's not just that one yeah. part. Right. You know, so everybody thinks like, oh, you go over there and you're kind of by yourself, but you're with everybody else. You know, does a, um, does a person who's deceased always go to a happy memory or is it possible that the dead go to a place that they don't even recognize? Have you found that in you know, your connections? The, from what I've connected with, it's almost like when you get there, you kind of have to go over the, I'll use the term, the good and the bad. Okay. Um, it, you Basically, you're going to spend a little bit of time reviewing what you did. Mm, <laughs> so, okay. I'm kind of chuckling because I was just thinking about what we were talking about before. Right. Um, you know, it's almost like you have to review it. And you, you review it basically not on your opinion but kind of like the how the events really were so you don't get the whitewashed version um most of us can agree to it and at some point i think we get past that and move on to that happy place where you know everybody seems pretty cool but there are people that get stuck there for a while because it's almost like they can't give it up so to speak and that's kind of how it really works you know wow. at least in my and by the way there are no real experts on it because in order to be an expert on the other side you'd have to be dead so <laughs> I, that's logical. I hate to throw Mr. Spock into this, but that's quite logical. How do you realize that you, uh, how old were you when you started to realize, wait a minute, that there's things I can do that no one seems to think is normal. I was fairly young, but the thing is you don't want to be the weird guys. I mean, let's face it. You, you don't want to go to school and go like, Hey, I, I see dead people. Uh, and not to mention I'm a bit older than you are. So back then they basically were kind of frowned on people walking around seeing dead people. Um, then along came cable TV and there was a hundred different channels with mediums and all of these people were, you know, like everywhere. Um, and then I ended up in radio 
and pretty soon it's kind of like the genie was out of the bottle. But yeah, I, I started fairly, you know, fairly young with it. But, but Gary, um, as as a as a young man, I'm assuming let's call it eight nine years old. Are you scared realizing you have these special skills? Uh, no, of because they're these? not special if you have them. You know, it's like one of those things. If you have something, and by the way, dead people are not scary. Living people scare the shit. Out of me. I can go with this. I, I, I can go with this. I, I get it. I get, so it was perfectly normal to you. You weren't thinking to yourself like, you know, wow, I'm different. It was just like taking a swing in the batting cage in Little League. Yeah, same idea. Oh. You know, I mean, All right. it, it's it, or I had a vivid imagination, you know, the old like, oh, he has a special friend. Um, oh, no. Of course, nowadays, a special friend has different meaning. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to communicate with that, are we? <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. So, well, by the way, I got to tell you. <laughs> we do, like I said, a lot of events. And one night, my wife and I were doing an event. It was a charity thing for the Elks. And we had about 100 people in for a dinner show. And I'm in the middle of the show. And about halfway through, I usually take a break. So I'm walking to the men's room. And there's a guy walking with me. And he says, you know, he said, I came here because my wife told me I could play golf tomorrow if I came to this show. And he says, you're really not that funny. And I said, well, what do you mean? He says, well, she told me it was a comedy show. I said, no, 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 I'm not a comedian. I'm a medium. I talk to dead people. He says, oh, in that case, you're actually pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, when you see see the deceased, do you see, like, so let's just play this game. Jimmy's dead. Uh, He dies in a plane crash going to Florida. (laughs) Always me. Um, Do you see Jimmy at age 56? Or do you see Jimmy at age... 55, because I'm not 56. Oh, do whatever. you see me at 55? Or 17 or 10? Oh, wow. Great question. Look, Jimmy could come to at 30 if he wanted to, but the thing is, for the family and the friends, they wouldn't recognize that. So let's say Grandma dies at 95. But when Grandma was 30, Grandma was hot. Well, if she came through looking hot at 30, you're not going to know who she is. <laughs> so Grandma's going to come. That's true. Who's that hot ghost? You know, she's going to come in and, I got you. oh, you want some babka? And, you know, the, the whole bit. So it's like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? You know, ghost she's not going to come through looking like, hey, you know, I had a lady that came through talking about, like, hey, she had great legs. And her kids are looking at me going, like, well, what do you mean? She's well, she's saying she, or she, the girl says, my mom always said she had gray legs. She had chicken legs. So mm-hmm. this is how it works, you right. know. Uh, look, you, I, if I came, I, the reason the hat's on basically is I don't have a lot of hair. And if I came through in my 30s, I had the ponytail, long hair, the whole bit. And, you know, if my kids went to see a medium and he said, oh, your dad's coming through and he's got these long locks, I'd tell them to ask for their money back. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how it works. Wow. You know, so people tend to, once that's over, once the medium part and everybody's connected, I think you can pretty much go back to any phase that you'd like. You know, um, that's more for us than it is for anything else. Uh, You know, and by the way, if you're ever wondering, is there concrete proof to what I do sometimes? Um, I had a lady that came to see us and her husband passed away. Uh, she was from Massachusetts, and 
gentleman passed away. He owned a machine shop and he was very good at business, but he was horrible at organization. So he came through and his message was, there's 10 grand in an envelope. And when you find it, think Vegas, baby. And a woman's like said, we went through the office. There's nothing there. He got like really irritated. I'm telling her, she said, I said, look, he says, there's 10 grand in an envelope, Vegas, baby. And that, you know, she went home two days later, we get a phone call. My sister just ordered two tickets to Vegas. We found the, we found the envelope. There was $9,470 in it. Wow. Uh, so needless wow. to say, she liked me a lot. Okay. I would think uh, so. She's probably yeah. going to be asking you well, the lotto happen, next you know. week. The lotto numbers next week. She's going to want to know those. So I can give you ready. the four. The, I'll give you the the, the daily. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. Well, Mike, <laughs> you better watch it. You're going to have to block his phone number. He's going to be calling you every two seconds. <laughs> okay. If, here we go. This a, is. If you've got a daily like the phone number in New York, I'll give you a nine seven one five. You got that? It's too late now. I can't play it. Oh. Never tomorrow. Mind. Yeah, well, you tomorrow. Play tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's hope it doesn't come out today. It won't come out today. Give it a week. Play it All for right. a week. Nine, Nine seven, seven one five. five. Now, Med. All right, I here did we that go. On a Boston radio station, and the number actually hit, and the guy called up the next month, mad at me. I said, "Why are you mad?" He said, "Well, when you gave the number, it hit, but four thousand other people played it the same day. I only got fifty bucks." Oh yeah. boy! <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's poverty anyway. in numbers. Wow. Unfortunately. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting subject. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but on television, there's like 100 ghost shows out there. Right. And they're all interesting and they're all fun and, you know. But think of it this way. I die. I'm in an institution for 75 years. I die there. And these cats come along and they go, we're looking for people. If, if I'm dead and I don't have to be in that institution, why would I be there? Right. My spirit's out of there. Boom. Right. Like I'm in Vegas. I'm in Florida. I'm someplace good. I'm not hanging around this moldy old institution or prison. But there's some, but there's sometimes some spirits stay. Gary, Gary, I'm sorry. In in a place like, in a place like that, like an abandoned, because Long Island's full of them. The abandoned institutions do some stay and don't want to leave because they're still angry. Is there anything to that? Because some of these buildings I've been in, I do feel stuff. Is that my imagination? It doesn't feel like that. No, it's not your imagination, but what you're feeling is a residue or an energy that's left. Okay. Um, it's not an actual consciousness. Okay. Um, it kind of creates its own thing, so to speak. All right. Um, I, I, you know, is it a conscious being that's like in there going like, oh, no. Um, there, it's like if you go to Gettysburg, uh, it's almost like a loop. You know, something happened that was so horrendous or so energetic that the loop stays in that place. Right. So it just keeps going over and this, over and over again. Is this again almost like a spiritual vapor trail or something? The vapor trail would be a good way to put it. Yeah. Wow. It's like. That's pretty wild. You know, and I, and yeah. I like that. Okay. You know, because it's leaving that residue or vapor there. And right. it may not even know you're there. It's just right. doing the same thing every night. Wow. But again, it's. It's that memory or the imprint that stays there. Okay. So that's All right, here's, how it works. Here's another uh, difficult question for me. I, I'm formerly an elder in a church, and I remember many times, you know, the, either the priest or the members of the congregation uh, really upset with the idea of a medium. Uh, can, you, can you tell me if you were to 
sit in front of these people, a way to convince them that it's not evil, the things that the gift that you've been given, and maybe find a way to explain to them why it's real and to not be afraid of the other side. Can you help me with that? Because I heard I took a lot of heat. Have, yeah, it's very interesting. I have people that have come to see me and they are very religious. And, and by okay. the way, I don't yeah. discount anything or any religion. I, I don't whether I don't sure. care if you're Christian, Buddhist, sure. um, Baha'i, whatever. Right. Uh, I, I think it's all beautiful. And I think that people can follow a religion. I've actually sent people back to their religions, you know, um, and wow. ultimately, if I had something to tell these people, if I could give someone a gift to get them on the track to help them find a way to get closure. Mm-hmm. And by the way, a medium is not going to get you closure. Um, a lot of times I'll tell people, you know, you really need to see a support group. You really need to talk to family. You really need to, you know, join a group, get into counseling, get something done. But I'm basically, I try to convince them that it's a step. That's all. And Mm -hmm. look, you can point out a hundred passages in the Bible. Right. And I can counter a hundred times, but it's almost futile. Um, You know, so the other thing is, I think, you know, honestly, if you believe the fact that there is something on the other side, why wouldn't you be able to connect with it? Why wouldn't you be able to give your family that moment of, solace that like hey i'm here and it's cool so sure yeah i i wouldn't fight with organized religion by any means and and by the way these people have the right not to believe too and i'm okay with that of course of course agreed agreed that's perfectly cool gary um yes well said well said gary well said by the way thank you totally blown away right now incredible yep um You have moments with these people sharing your wonderful gift. Can you share with the fans out there a moment where you feel like you might have changed someone's life with your with your guidance? I had a lady that came to see me and her daughter had died in a really kind of a horrendous traffic accident not too far from her house. Um I didn't, at, by the way, you don't know exactly what you're bringing to somebody when you bring it. Um, the daughter was early 20s, passed away, and it kind of changed her entire life. Um, the, the message was very simple. It was one of those, like, you know, she came through. By the way, I read what they call cold. In other words, when someone comes to see me, I don't want to know who you are. We don't even ask your last name. Don't want to know. This lady's sitting in front of me, and I'm talking about, the, I didn't even know the daughter's name. I just knew she was a young girl. I knew she passed in this really horrific accident. And she came through to tell mom, A, is I'm okay, and then B, is you're going to get a message from me. And this is not this is several years ago when people were just starting to text. You know, back then, nobody really knew what texting was hardly. Um, I'm from the Stone Age, okay? Uh, so this lady had her phone, and all of a sudden, she gets a text message. And it came from the daughter's Verizon number. So she called Verizon and said, you know, like, look, somebody must be messing around or whatever. And they said, we're sorry, but that phone is disconnected and is no longer in service. Uh, But she got the message from her daughter after I told her the message was coming. 
By the way, she went on to write a book and start a group to help other parents that have lost adult children. So I don't know. I think that's pretty nice. From what I did, she went on and started a group to help other people. You know, so for me, that feels pretty good. It should. Unbelievable. Have you ever gone to help someone and no one's there? Absolutely. Um, How awkward is that for you? By the way, that that could be the person on the other side. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're not ready. It could be the person here that maybe they could have a block. Um, You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I do this for a living and we never ask for a payment till the reading is done. And there's a reason. Okay. You know, I'm not going to take payment up front, sit there and go, I think your mother's here. That's really nice. But, you know, right. uh, the deal of it is if I do not connect, you take your money, you go out to dinner with it, you do whatever. Okay. Um, that's, that's how it works. Even at the end of the reading, if you're not happy with what happened, take your money, go, you know, and by the way, that works in a twofold. It's good for the person I'm reading for because, you know, I'm not scamming them. And then on the flip side, it's good for me. It takes the pressure off. If I can't connect, no harm done. Take your money and, you know, do something good. Hmm. So, yeah, that, that's, how it, that's how it should work, okay? And by the way, for any of your listeners out there, if you go to see a medium psychic or whatever, if they have what's called a hook, and I'll explain the hook. Let's say you come to see me and I start to connect to something, but I don't finish. If you come back, you know, I can, I can tell you more for another hundred dollars or whatever. Oh boy. Tell them stuff it. Okay. There's no hook. Right. When you're done, you're done. And by the way, it doesn't last that long. You know, a medium session, I can usually go for about an hour max. Um, And after that, it on, in the movies, they always say, Oh, the spirits are pulling back. What happens is you get burnt out, you know, after an hour of being connected with something, you, you just can't go anymore. What is the so physical toll? That's how it really works. What does okay? it feel like? Oh. Is it draining? What are your symptoms when you're going through this? Are you physically exhausted? I mean, what does your head hurt? I mean, what happens physically to you when you're doing this? When I'm really connected, I don't even notice anything. Like the, unless oh. the house is burning down, if I'm really in the middle of it, uh, okay. I'm, I'll use the term, I'm out there. Okay. I've actually changed levels. Uh, you know, my my attention span is to where I'm at. It's almost like having this really vivid daydream. Okay. You know, like, wow, I'm really picking this up. Uh, and by the way, it's it's not a hazy picture of somebody. When I'm seeing them, I'm seeing them, okay? They're like standing there. And I'm also seeing the background, you know, so... If somebody's in their kitchen and they got a chrome toaster, I'm seeing them, the toaster, the house, the whole bit, you know. Um, so it's not like I'm just seeing the one piece. Um, you know, it's, it's funny um, because this is a wrestling show. Um, I have a dear friend of mine. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, you remember Damian Sandow? Oh, we sure. Do. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, well, now he's Aaron Stevens. He's with the NW, NWA. Yes. Um, and Aaron and I have been friends for a long time. And he, uh, and he came to see me one day and we, we were chatting. And lo and behold, the person that I thought was the most fun on the planet to come through was Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, oh, Rowdy man. Piper. Oh, boy. And yeah, he had boy, advice for Aaron, which I thought was a riot back then. Uh, what was it? So, you know, it's kind of funny. Here we are sitting here. 
Um, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm chatting with Aaron and matter of fact, he reminded me one day of that. He said, you know, he said, yeah, I remember the time when you, you know, we were talking and you were talking about Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Uh, so it's kind of funny that the media stuff and the wrestling world does intermingle on occasion. Um, you know, I, I actually why. had the pleasure of reading from Billy Corrigan a little while ago. Unbelievable. Uh, By the way, to everybody yeah. out there, we are speaking to the world-renowned psychic medium entertainer, Gary McKinstry. You could go to his website, GaryMcKinstry.com, where he's taking bookings, and you get to see this uh, wonderful gentleman. Gary, let's take yes. a shot. What do we do? Are we just going to try to reach somebody? Do I give you a name? How do we go about this? If you want to look, if you want to, by the way, are we looking for a wrestling person or are we looking for a person person? Um, like we're looking, we're looking for a wrestling person being that's a wrestling show. Um, we do have many friends within the industry. Some have passed, some have passed recently in the past couple of months. Right. And we thought maybe, hopefully you could maybe channel one or two. Well, it's funny because Terry Funk, I understand again, I know, but he's major celebrity. I'm picking up somebody that was almost forgotten. Uh, I feel like the, I'm picking up like the guy I keep picking up, like almost made it guy. You know what I mean? I don't know why, but I keep feeling like I almost made it. I almost made it. I almost made it. Uh, and by the way, it feels like a sudden passing, like, boom, I was gone really quick. Didn't get a chance to finish things. Um, not a major celebrity, though. I mean, he's up there, but he's not like the guy who's, you know, I just know I keep feeling like I'm very unfinished. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, didn't get, didn't get the notoriety, didn't get what I'm supposed to get. And, you know, like right now, if you pass, it's on Instagram, it's here, it's there, it's everywhere. I almost feel like I'm picking up the forgotten wrestler. Uh, I'm not sure where this comes in, but it's connected to one of you guys. Um, so I don't know if you understand what I'm getting at, but. Yeah, we, we um, do, Gary, actually. Absolutely. I figured you would. Uh, yeah. And by the way, it felt like it's a shame that he never got the notoriety. Maybe it was his management. I don't know. But this guy didn't get where he needed to be. And it just felt kind of like, and by the way, it would seems like he would be aware of you. Um, you know, you're aware of him, but this feels like he's aware of you, which is kind of funky. I like that part. Um, and by the way, also the lady wrestler, uh, got a really interesting woman that's coming through. She looks almost like she should be like the movie star, um, I got the dark-haired female. Feels like she passed in her prime. Um, by the way, almost an upper respiratory issue with her. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give her probably about an 8. This is like a really good-looking lady. And it feels kind of like the, the wrestling world turned their back on her when they were done. Um, almost, you know, it's funny. When people come through, they usually come through, like I said, in their happy place. This lady doesn't feel so happy. Um, almost like irritated with people. You know who I don't want to be when I pass is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Why do you say that? 
I think he's got some wrestlers that want to talk to him on the other side. Oh, oh, uh, is there <laughs> is is no, there argu- are there arguments on the other side like unfinished business? Oh sure. Well, what if you like I said about the young guy, that younger male, uh, the, the person that passed and never quite made it? It feels kind of like he's still lamenting the fact he never quite got there. You know, like you know the old I should have been a contender. Yeah. Um, Is there any feels chance? like I had my, my my hand my hand on the belt, but I never got it. This wrestler that you feel knows us, is there any chance he might be trying to tell us anything? Like us personally, like me and Mike, or? Yeah, I'm supposed to say thank you. You got you're, that? Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, because you guys are like, look, it's not that everybody's the underdog, but you guys could recognize the fact that he was the underdog and shouldn't have been. <clears throat> And he wanted to thank you both, okay? Uh, so, you know, he's coming through loud and clear. Little attitude, by the way. Like sometimes in that <laughs> world, you need that little bit of attitude. Perfect. All right, wow. Mike. Keep it down up there, Mike. Wow. Uh, what on so earth? You got all that? Yeah. 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 Completely. Hey, maybe I find a new gig. I'm going to become the wrestling medium. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's working pretty Tony well. Tony be on my Holy phone. cow. Oh boy! Uh, so you, you remember name, China, you want... right? Sure, yeah. sure. That's who I was thinking uh, was the dark curl, the hair. That's female. what I'm picking up. Yeah, um, she's coming through, looking like Xena on you know the old TV show there. Um, right, right. That's probably when she was coming. By the way, she seems rather the... irritated about being passed. Mm. Um, you know, not everything went the way it was supposed to, and it's kind of like. For a major star, she was forgotten too quickly, which is kind of sad, you know. Um, there's a lot of wonderful people. You know who I want to connect to? It's Who's Killer that? Kowalski. Mm. Why is that? Uh, you know, Why you talk is- about the old days. Yeah. Um, that's the one guy, but I can't really understand him when I've tried to connect. Uh, his speech pattern is kind of funky. Okay. <laughs> It's like the dude's all over the place. Is it, uh, is it easier for you to communicate with the other side when you're in their, like their room, their personal room, when a family calls you in and you're in their immediate surroundings compared to what you just did just now? You just pulled a friend of ours who's gone. He's not in the room with you. You're not in the room with us. Is it easier for you to get through to the other side when you're around their physical memories, their room, their car, whatever it was. Well, it is a little easier when it's up close and personal. If I'm sitting five feet from somebody, because theoretically, I'm not bringing that person in. The person I'm reading for is bringing them in. It's kind of like you guys brought them in. You know, it's like, it's almost like I'm, I'm the receiver, the tuner, so to speak. Right. Okay. Uh, you're yeah, the antenna, I'm the tuner. So I'm bringing the, them in, and I'm, my job is to just report what I'm hearing or seeing. In, in other words, are you saying that Mike and I, he, we're almost conductors for his yes. spirit to? It's wild. Yeah. I got it. I got it. You know, no offense, but it, if I wasn't talking to you guys right now, I could be like watching America's Got Talent or something, and I'm not going to be sitting here bringing in 
Well, sorry. <laughs> you mean you actually well, concentrate when you're watching something? You don't have the dead bothering you in the middle of the well, whole this show. Is kind of the deal, oh. you know. I mean, you have an off people switch. People ask me like, "Well, what do you, what do you do, you know, to block this out?" I usually watch like an Adam Sandler movie. Okay, um, <laughs> that's crazy. You know, oh my god. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be watching some creepy show. You know, I'm, right? You know, right. Can you imagine like walking through a Walmart and having like 50 dead people try to talk to you? That oh would not God. be cool. No, no. would it? You know, it would, would not. Be cool. Not walking through Walmart's bad enough, but you know, now I got 50 dead people. <laughs> so this is kind of like this. So this, this how are you, you able to want to do it? How are you able to discipline this sort of thing? It, you, do you have an on and off switch that you've mastered? I do. Question. You do? Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Um, was it hard Every now to master and then it? Someone sneaks it. Hmm? Was it hard to master it? Was this something you had to deal with over the years till you had the program nailed? Basically, yeah, there is like an on and off. And by the way, it's gotten to the point where it's an instant on. Um, like when someone sits down and boom, I'm not going to be spending 20 minutes preparing myself or, right. you know what I mean? I'm not going to be sitting there going, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but. Uh, you know, I'm jumping right in and bam, here it comes. And I'm, okay. I'm all of a sudden I could, I use the term, you feel the magic. It's like, it's coming in and you, you let it rip. Hmm. Uh, by the way, for any would be mediums out there, I'll give them the one major piece of advice and it's not to be afraid to say something. Um, probably the big, the most detrimental thing is no matter how crazy it is, if you're seeing it, you're hearing it and you're feeling it is a good chance it's on the money. Right. You know, I've had some pretty crazy stuff come through and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, am I really going to say this, you know? And if I don't, there's a great chance that I'm, people are going to, I actually had somebody one time to say to me, you know, I thought you were going to tell me this. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, I could see that. But if I say it now, I'm going to look like a schmuck, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you just told me that, you know, like dad was in prison for 10 years. And yeah, so that's how it works. Okay. Wow. Just to let you know, clientele is varied. Um, I've had everybody from, yeah, professional wrestlers to music people to unemployed people. I had a Vietnamese gangbanger as a client. Um, mm. You know, I mean, everybody is, none of us are immune to this. So people pass, things happen, and, you know, next thing you know, somebody's gone. So this is kind of how it works. Um, it touches us all, you know. And you know the worst part is, right now I'm seeing Andre the Giant in tights. Do you really want to have that as a visual in your mind? No, uh, not really. What year is it? If it's at the end of his bride. The movie? It's at the end of his career. You're really in trouble. But that's uh, a <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, Andre. You know, I'm, I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him in like the Princess Bride, uh, oh, and no. then when he was playing Bigfoot on Six Million Dollar Man. That was awesome. Uh, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. I'd like to see that. You know, yeah. So I'm not seeing him in the ring so much. I'm seeing him in what he thought was his heyday, which was his acting and film career. Okay. Uh, He's at the height of his fame one way or the other. By sure. the way, the man was funny, you know. He was hilarious. He was Go ahead, greatest. say it. The, the peanut thing. Someone got a peanut? <laughs> this guy with the yeah. Princess Bride. This is unbelievable. So That's you know, great. I'm talking to you to it for some crazy reason. I got Andre the Giant coming through and looking a little more like the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah. Right well, I saw him when I was 12. I looked up at him. He was the Jolly Green Giant. 
Gary, are oh, yeah. you able to call upon, like, so? okay, this must be really some sort of gift to have. Let's say someone you looked up to. Like, for example, for me, John Lennon. John Lennon passes yeah. away. Are you able to reach out to your heroes when they pass on and go, hey, what's going on? To a point, it usually takes someone connected to them. Okay. Um, I had a lady came to see me and she's, she said, I'm the number one Elvis fan and I want to talk to Elvis. Hmm. And I said, look, you're not Priscilla. You weren't related to him. You're not hmm. a cousin. You're not, he didn't even know you. You know, right. you're just this lady with a million record collection and posters everywhere. Um, and a nice way I had to tell her, like, look, I, I tend to think Elvis is busy, you know? Hmm. Um, so yeah. it, it's tough. If you were connected somehow to that person, there's a good chance. Right. But it's just like in life. You know, I mean, look, uh, I was a big fan of Nikolai Tesla. I'm, I don't know if you, you guys are familiar with Tesla. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I even went to the New Yorker hotel to see his, his suite where he lived before he died. But for some reason, I couldn't connect as much as I wanted to. This is like, that's a guy that I always thought would be like so fascinating to talk to. Um so, no, I can't always connect just because I want to. Right. Uh, there's right. got to be something. There's got to be almost a reason to connect, you know? Well, Gary, but. can I just attempt to reach out to somebody that has passed on? I'll give you a name, sure. and we'll try. All right? Yep. Evan Ginsberg. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's passed on. Oh, he's not dead? I. I don't no. know. You know. Oh, I'm not. sorry, Gary. How did you know I'm right sorry. away? You sure he's not halfway? No, I, 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 honestly, what I was, I do pick up living people sometimes too, and he's laughing like hell right now. Is he? I got a feeling he's shaking his fist and getting mad about his large nose, but that's a whole other story. No, he's actually laughing. By the way, he, he reminds me of a Seinfeld episode. Oh, he is. Oh, he a is. bad one. Yeah, it's a, uh-huh. a surreal Seinfeld episode. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it was surreal. I was suddenly sensing myself. That's great. Oh, <laughs> that's unbelievable. I don't feel good. Oh, and, and Gary, way. again for people out there, where where can they reach out to you? Uh, where where you know website, upcoming shows. Thank you, um, GaryMcKenstry.com. Um, I do. I also do Zoom readings and in-person readings. That we right now we're I'm promoting a show we're doing in Massachusetts at the place called the Public House in Sturbridge, Mass. That's going to be in October. Um, you can get tickets on Eventbrite there. Uh, phone number and God, I don't know if I should give this in the New York area. It's 207-527-2067. We do come down to Massachusetts once a month. We we leave Maine here. But, um, yeah, so if people want to get a hold of us, please do. Um, We also have an events listing page on the website, and it'll tell everybody where we are. Excellent. Okay. And I want to I want to say special thanks to Phil DeCessere for introducing me to you. Yes. Uh, He's a good friend of yours and a wonderful man he's a mutual friend yeah phil is great he uh, is yeah. you know. agreed gary so, i want to oh, thank way, you oh go ahead i want to i just want to put in a, a quick plug for my buddy aaron he's going to be they're going to have this great 75th anniversary match with vampiro i guess it is vampiro gotcha um, 
Yep. So it'll be Aaron and Vampiro, and it's a tag team thing. Um, so NWA coming up, I think probably the this year, this week or next week. So anyway, Vamp- Vampiro used, Vampiro <laughs> no, used to have a show on our network for right. a couple of months, Vampiro right. TV. So that's good to hear. Um, yep, he's out and about. He he's hasn't out retired about. yet. Very good, Gary. Thank you again for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestler and broadcast. You were fantastic, and thank you. Gentlemen, you're great, and have a great evening, okay? God Thanks, bless. Thanks, Gary. Awesome. Thank All you, sir. Righty. Good All night. Right wow, what you think? thought it was fantastic. Unbelievable. Um, freaked out by Mike Manta. Definitely think it's Mike, right? Well, it's got to be. Got to be. He nailed it. And then the China thing. China thing freaked me out nailed, a little bit nailed too. Nailed it, but the Mike the Mike Mantua thing really got the all of this yeah. was good. And we are conduits, according to the explanation, which makes perfect sense. And right. there goes the goosebumps. What's that? Nervous energy or something? Nervous energy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You, when you hear something like oh, that, boy. and you got that connection with Mike, yeah, does it kind of relieve you about his passing? Yeah, I think it does. How about them apples? Yeah, it felt good to to know that, you know, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's great. Pretty much. Yeah, it is great. You know what the Farrell's final question was going to be if we had, who is God to to Gary? Oh, that's a good question. I would have loved to Dude, why didn't you scream at me for Farrell's final question? Well, usually you poke me, but I I usually don't poke you because I'm polite. This time I should have been rude. Yeah, you should have been a little rude. I should have been poking you. You should have been rude. Yeah, you know what? We'll get him another time. You know, I wanted to respect his time. I would be uh, curious, though. We could have been here an hour with that question. Oh, my God. I I would have loved to have heard his explanation on the, the... the other side. To be honest with you, I thought Subdivisions you were going to ask everything. the basic, do you think the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl? No. You don't want to take that chance. No, I don't. Well, you've already. <laughs> you don't want to know the well, future. It's too, well, no, I don't. It's just half the fun the, being you know disappointed. You know what the biggest problem? I have fans. no short-term memory. What was the f- pick four number again? 9715? You have replay. That's the good news. Oh, you're so smart. I'm a genius. You are a genius. I am a genius. So you would not have asked the Jet question? No, actually, I was going to ask, you know, who is who or what is God to you or... I think I might have trumped it with a much more important question. Let me hear that one. You know, I haven't seen my sister in well over 10 years. Mm. She suddenly returns. Right. And then I see what I see at the beginning of the episode. So my real deal is, is my sister from the other side? I was going to ask you Jimmy, I've known you you a long time. I'm slightly unsettled. More unsettled than your brain. But that's a whole other story. Jimmy, sometimes you're a very mellow guy. Sometimes I feel like a nut. people watch you on TV. Sometimes I don't. Right? But... (laughs) They've never, they've never seen a full Jimmy. No, they, they never will. They've not seen a full Jimmy. No, but I will tell they you, can't. after last week's show, yeah. All of a sudden, I got full Jenny, and I'm like, uh oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen full Jimmy, right? Now I've seen full Jenny, yeah. And that, yeah, though entertaining, right? Full Just Jenny. keep in mind, my tattoos are on the inside, right? See you soon, sis. With that, you've been watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. We thank you all for joining us. Uh, thank you. I want to thank again Gary McKin. Uh, Don't put her back McKinstry. up, Jared. I uh, saw that. You screwed us. up. Don't be doing that. I'll come over there and twist you into bookends. I want to thank Gary what? McKinstry for joining us. Incredible. Yeah. Funny. It's okay, Jared. Go ahead. Great, Scare great. the shit out of all of handsome, us. He handsome. Handsome gentleman. Too. He was fantastic. Very handsome gentleman. Absolutely. All right, with that, send us on the way, buddy. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. Uh-oh. Stand by to get the crap scared out of you. Go ahead, Jared. Say goodnight.